here just dropping in to explain the issue we had with the podcast name when we recorded this episode the name we were using it was already being used so that was my bad uh anyway we've since settled on the name nicholas's cage so you'll hear me interjecting nicholas's cage throughout the episode okay thanks bye I'm already sweating. I'm already sweating. I just wiped off a sweat mustache. We're going through like a heat wave right now. So <sighs> Yes, we're going through a heat wave. This is Nicholas's cage. We're in my like sauna-like uh, spare bedroom. I also gave Alice <laughs> access to some sound effects. We'll see how that works. Um, oh, and there might be a swish, swish, swish noise and that's Alice um, fanning herself with a fan. <laughs> oh man, I thought I brought my drink in here. Oh well, okay. Um, oh, I also, so uh, I noticed when I was listening to these back that we just dive right in and normally people chat like, how you been? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain your weekend uh, sound? My my what? You want to explain your how your week has been in sound through sound? Oh uh, yeah. Sounds alright. That week. Not basically how my week's been. <laughs> okay, that's. And good. sweating profusely. I'm sweating so much. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah. So welcome to Nicholas's cage. This is a podcast where we talk exclusively about Nicholas Kim. Coppola Cage. <laughs> well, do you like it? Go take a piss. His intensity arouses us. <laughs> Stupidest noise. <laughs> of your vagina. (laughs) 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 That's our vaginas when we think of Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Oh god. I can't laugh this much. It's making me sweat more. Oh, Alice, I'm so disgusted by the way I'll be damned if I didn't get really turned on yeah anyway basically the idea is is that nicholas cage is a crazy guy he's lived a crazy life and he also has a string of crazy movies that we really enjoy watching um and so the idea for this episode is um gonna be uh, a crazy online rumor about nicholas cage um and we're gonna connect it with what I think definitely one of Alice's or Alice's favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Favorite Da-da-da. movie, full favorite stop. Favorite movie. Oh, sorry. We're gonna be talking Vampire's Kiss. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm 
Okay, and speaking of Vampire's Kiss, we're going to be discussing whether or not Nicolas Cage might actually be a vampire. <laughs> I don't know I, if I knew how to actually play like the piano, I, then I could go dun dun dun. Every time I, I think you're gonna say something, you, <laughs> you should take this away from me because it's just I can't no, speak anymore. It's fine. And suddenly, this bat comes swooping down out of nowhere. A bat? Holy shit! Okay, so um. So yeah, we're gonna be. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the, about the rumor first, okay? And then we'll go into the movie. Okay. Um, and we'll discuss sort of our favorite parts of the movie. I have some uh, film commentary from the movie, some interesting things that Nicolas Cage and the director says, um, and that'll pretty much be it. So um, where this crazy rumor originated was okay. Basically, this is from an article I read in the Daily Mail by Mark Duell. Um, I don't want to get sued by anybody uh basically this comes from a weird ebay listening listing from 2011 so there's this antique dealer named jack mord with an umlaut over the o where it hit me with a mord with an umlaut okay thank you um he was from seattle washington um and he originally listed the photo on ebay as part of this thing he called his thanatos archive which sounds kind of silly. It sounds like a Marvel character. Because <laughs> I think I'm thinking of Thanos. Yeah. Anyway. Um, has a kind of silly name, but it's actually kind of cool. I looked at it on Instagram. Um, it's actually kind of neat. But um, basically, it's just a collection of post-mortem and mourning photography from, like, the early, early, I don't know, 18, 1800s or something like that. Yeah. 1800s. And so anyway, he in 2011, he listed this photo on eBay for a million dollars. A million dollars? <laughs> yes. Because um, it looked like Nick Cage? Or I <laughs> couldn't actually figure that out, but I think that's what the implication was. Hi, Alexia again, popping in because you're about to hear some really weird fan noises. Uh, we were going through a major heat wave at the time. It was super hot. Climate change is real, people. Um, but uh, so Alice was intermittently fanning herself. And so that's going to explain the weird fan noises you're going to hear in about two seconds. Sorry. Um... It, it was a, of a Confederate prisoner of war um, from 1870, and he happened to look exactly like Nicolas Cage. Um, we'll put the photo up on our Instagram when I actually, like, get our Instagram running. Alexi again, uh, we actually do have an Instagram now. It's at CagedCagePod. That's at CagedCagePod, C-A-G-E-C-A-G-E-Pod, P-O-D. Uh, check us out if you want to get deeper inside Nicholas's cage mm, join us but um he does like you, you you've seen it he does look a lot like Nicolas Cage yeah but this exact rumor has been going around with like Keanu Reeves mm -hmm. as well yeah. so maybe they knew each other maybe they were both vampires back maybe in the day like maybe one of them bit the other group. one you know maybe Reeves mm. bit Cage depending on which photograph dates earliest oh right 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 because if they're, they're, it's no coincidence that they're both vampires and they're both Hollywood oh, celebrities. The they're both Hollywood celebrities. So they must have chosen that together. They Alice must have is gone... adding to the conspiracy. Oh, yeah, I mean. I believe it. Did you get that joke? No. Um, so the photo in particular, I think the reason why people were like, 
what was because one it looked like Nicolas Cage, two it was listed for a million dollars, and three the listing was just Nicolas Cage is a vampire. <laughs> and so the guy that was listing it, uh, Mord has a specific theory about Cage. So this is kind of where what it, I think where it kind of the genesis of it was that this guy listed it and he also had this crazy theory. More fan noise. So this is what it is. Ready? Quote. Or no. Yeah. He thinks Cage, quote, allows himself to age to a certain point, maybe 70, 80 or so. <laughs> then the actor Nicolas Cage will die. But in reality, the undead vampire Nicolas Cage will have rejuvenated himself and appeared in some other part of the world, young again and ready to start over. This theory already is debunked because Nicolas Cage has aged throughout time. It doesn't look like that anymore. It doesn't well, look what like... he's saying is, is that this Nicolas Cage, the movie star, will age until about 70 or 80. And then the movie star Nicolas Cage will die. But the vampire soul Nicolas Cage will live on and pop up in some other part of the world. So does his, his vampire like immortality is a cycle of him growing old and dying yes. and being reborn, reborn rather than just being the same age yeah. for eternity. Yeah. That's just his way of like explaining <laughs> out of... That's his way to try to get a million dollars for this picture. All right, now just relax. All right. Shoot. 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 Did someone buy it? Um, well, that's the last thing I need to tell you. Uh, the photo was never sold. No, he, no, but he Not even Cage himself? <laughs> no. Because that's like something he'd waste his money on and then... I know, I thought so be, too. get bankrupt after. But it's funny that you bring up Cage because I am sweating so much. This is horrible. Okay, 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 okay. Fan time, baby. But it's funny that you bring up Cage because he actually did... <laughs> good spooky uh, background. Because <laughs> he actually did answer to these rumors. So he went on David Letterman when he was promoting Ghost Rider 2. And this is what Kate had to say about the photo. Well, let me say that there is a resemblance, but how can I be polite about this? It's a uh, somewhat slowed down version of me. Uh -huh. Basically saying that the guy wasn't as good looking as the cage. Basically he looked at the photo and was just like, yeah, that guy's ugly. <laughs> He thinks very highly of himself. I know. Um, anyway, uh, he continued on saying that he couldn't possibly be a vampire because there's a photograph of me. Oh, quote, there's a photograph of me and you can't take pictures of vampires. Yeah, that's like, that's completely true. Yeah. I mean, say what you want about Cage. He knows his vampire lore. I mean, he's method acted one for... I'm assuming. Most I just assume life. that he, <laughs> most of his life. <laughs> um, then he also added... Now look, I don't drink blood, and last time I looked in the mirror, I have a reflection, so I'm not going with his vampire theory. I'm just not going to do it. Thank you, Nicolas Cage, for clearing that up. What's the film where he goes... something about piss and blood? <laughs> <laughs> Which film is that? Have you ever just pissed? What? <laughs> it's romantic men. Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being until you pissed blood? Um, so yeah, is Nicolas Cage a vampire? You be the judge. But right now, we're being the judge, because we saw Vampire's Kiss. And you know what I will say? 
about this movie is that even if even someone who's not like a huge fan of Nicolas Cage, if you're a fan of bad movies, I feel like at least once this movie has must have come across your. I don't think it's a bad movie. I <laughs> okay, think it's okay, a, okay. I think it's a masterpiece. But non ironically, I think <laughs> that I think it's the exact same structure. It's the as, exact same movie yeah, as right. American Psycho, you're apart right. from it's an in, a more insane performance, yes. and it's just I think yeah. you are correct. I think it's great. Okay, so I think it's all intentional. Him <laughs> him acting insane is it's one of the few films he does where it's the intention of the director for him to be like that, not right. just he's showing up and just being, being like crazy. that anyway. Yeah, agreed. It never just goes away. The goddamn contract is somewhere in those goddamn fucking files. <laughs> but still, the movie bombs when it came out, yeah. and. <laughs> Now, it's it's definitely a, a cult classic. So I feel like most people would have maybe this movie. If you're into like sort of weird stuff or cult movies or whatever, I mean, you're listening to a Nicolas Cage podcast. This 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 movie might have come across your brain, and you might have thought, oh, you know, that, oh, that's the crazy Nicolas Cage movie. You know, everybody says it's so great. I bet it's not even that good. But we can tell you, Alice can just tell you by that passionate <laughs> retort. <laughs> Do you want to give your your plea to have everyone see this movie? Everyone should see this movie. I um, I want to like say everything about it, mm. but I feel like it's almost better to go in not knowing anything. not knowing anything about what's going to happen. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Because I don't think I don't I don't think I really knew. I didn't know anything about no, yeah. it. But then as like, soon as it started happening, I was like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's like a guy, a story of a guy going insane slowly. But yeah. it's like, he plays it perfectly. You he know? does. And it's like, it is a, like, the whole thing is like, you're thinking like, is this Real. a comedy? Is this a mm. horror? What is this? And mm. it's like, I think it's definitely like a dark comedy, mm-hmm. you know, like he's playing it. Like it's hilarious. It's the funniest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> It's great, but it's also horrible. Like he's just, and it is horrifying. He's just the most terrifying. Like, like imagine can't look away, running away from Nick Cage, like in a frenzied state. Like terrifying. I can't think of anything more terrifying. Yeah, I'd say believe the hype. This movie is great. Um, even if you just have a cursory knowledge as, of Nicolas Cage as like a crazy actor, you the, the you know the YouTube clips of him freaking out in scenes, most of those are usually from Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. So this is this is the movie to watch if you want to see Nicolas Cage be Nicolas freaking Cage. Like just be like. <laughs> <laughs> Like... This is his vampire's kiss sound effect. <laughs> um, okay, so talking about vampire's kiss, this is 1999. Uh, oh, sorry, 1989. Um, and this was a direct response. Nicolas Cage made this movie after uh, Moonstruck, um, which turned out to be this like huge commercial uh, success and was this like kind of sweet 
romantic comedy and Nicolas Cage was just like not okay with his idea as like a sweet heartthrob romantic comedy. I'm also sweating. <laughs> yeah, my underarms are slick. So he produced his most immortal performance in Vampire's Kiss, which maybe, okay, thank you. Maybe he is trying to tell us that he's a vampire. Maybe this was his way to tell the world that he actually is a vampire. Maybe when he's screaming down the streets, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. Maybe he's not, it's not method acting. Maybe that's just him. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I just think it was just a documentary of his life. <laughs> okay, so uh, Vampire's Kissed, um, as I said, so I got all of this off Wikipedia because I'm lazy as fuck, um, is a 1989 American black comedy. So you nailed it right on the head there, Alice. Um, I was just ready, waiting for weeks. I just saw your hands by the thing. Just, okay, okay, okay. Um, so the director was Robert Bierman, and it was written by Bierman. Joseph. Yeah, B-I-E-R-M. Oh. I'm assuming that's how you say that. Um, and written by Joseph Minion. <laughs> <laughs> Bierman and Minion. <laughs> you sound like you're 12. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is so I'm just gonna give you like a general outline of the plot. If you actually like want to go into detail of the movie, maybe listen to a different podcast, or actually just go watch the movie. That's what you should do is just go watch the movie. But um, so here's just like a general outline of the plot. Um, so the film tells the story of a mentally ill literary agent whose condition turns that's Cage, whose condition turns even worse when he believes he was bitten bitten by a vampire. That's hard to say. Bitten by a vampire. But I have to say, mm-hmm. I think the funniest, like, aspect of the film mm-hmm. is in the middle when you're going along with him and you think, think he is real. a vampire yeah. and that no one's believing him and that he actually is a vampire. Yeah. And then you realise the, when he looks in the mirror mm-hmm. and he's like, where am I? Mm-hmm. But, like, he's he's there. Like, it, he is just going insane. <laughs> But like I don't know, I like I like the journey of. That's a good distinction for Alice to make because it's not just like a basic like oh he's crazy and you know it and you know he's turning crazy the whole time you don't know he's actually going crazy. I've become a vampire. Oh god. Oh god, where am I? Oh, and the last part of the Wikipedia thing says it was a box office failure, as we said, but went on to become a, a cult film. It lists the budget of the movie as $2 million on Wikipedia, and it made only a little over 725000 What? <laughs> 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 I can't. I don't even know how to... Door-to-door service, madame. On me. Um, oh, uh, Hal Hinson at the time of the Washington Post called the film, quote, stone dead bad, incoherently bad. Sorry, Alice. <laughs> but he did say that Cage's overacting must be seen to be believed. So there you go, Cage. That's amazing. Okay, so uh, most of this uh, movie, we're going to be talking about um, this article I found that lists the film commentary of the movie, uh, Vampire's Kiss. Uh, the film commentary was apparently 
recorded in 1999, so that was eight, or sorry, ten years after the movie was actually made. They went back and watched it and filmed the commentary. So these are just some points from it from someone else. This is an article I found on Film School Rejects by Rob Hunter. It's called 47 Things We Learned from Nicolas Cage's Vampire Space Commentary. It's Nicolas Cage and the director Robert Bierman doing the commentary. And apparently as I was reading, Nicolas Cage doesn't do commentary on a lot of his movies. So he so, must I reckon this is like treat. his proudest movie. I reckon this is this is his we'll everything he's wanted to do. He does comment on the movie, Alice, and we'll get to that. <sighs> Are you alright, Mr. Lowe? Shut up, bitch. I can't think of any other actor that could have done Christian Bale. Yeah, but Christian Pale wouldn't have played oh, it as, did, as did hilariously. Like, yeah. he would have played it seriously. But Imagine like, if, like, Jim Carrey or something had done this movie. Jim Carrey so would have been good. Yeah, but it's, but he's cool. too funny, where it's like, the, the good it thing about... It would have been dark enough. The good thing about Cage is the is the the moment of questioning you have in the film, where it's like, is, is he what's happening? Is Yeah, like... Yeah. I feel Jim Carrey just walks in and he's... He's like an insane person. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he can play a non-insane. Oh, no, well, right. it could have very easily have been Judd Nelson. Oh, okay. Speaking of you thinking Cage really liked Vampire's Kiss, so uh, in the commentary, Cage looks back on Vampire's Kiss fondly, saying, "Quote: I'm glad I did it, and it emerges as one of my favorite performances." That's great. I'm See? glad that he does that make you happy. Appreciates his work. That he doesn't look back and is just like, oh. Why did I do that? Yeah, because it's so much better than Moonstruck. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Beerman, the director, felt that most of the cast understood the film that they were making. They basically understood that it was like, oh, just a weird ass shit show, you know, like, the, yeah. it's just like crazy movie. Um, but the distributor uh, for the film had no such grasp of the material <laughs> <laughs> because they, suggest, they ended up suggesting multiple cults of the film that were out of Beerman's control. Um, and when this happened, Cage was really upset because he felt like some of his best scenes were cut. Oh my God, there and are cut scenes? There's lost scenes. Oh no. This is, we need to try to find these scenes. What were they? I don't know. Um, Cage felt the lost scenes represented some of his best work. Uh, Cage wants, wanted at the time, and I'm sure wants, still wants, to restore the film to its original extended Oh my version. God, please. I, mm. We need to kickstart that. We need to. I wonder. We need to get it. Someone needs to get us in touch with Nicholas Cage. Get on Kickstarter. And someone find get him to... Robert Bierman, and let's get this extended version out there. Tell them I'm out. In fact, tell anyone who calls I'm out. <laughs> I'm in a meeting. Uh, are you all right, Mister Lowe? Tell them I'm in a meeting. Uh, yes, Mister. Um. So, in regards to the weird accent Nicholas Cage does in the movie, which he, he does in <laughs> most of his movies, a weird accent. Um, that was a choice. Nicolas Cage is aware that he's doing an accent in the movie. Um, he explained it was in some way, the accent was in some way a nod to his dad, who at some point in his life, his dad just decided to spink, speak with, quote, distinction. Which just means one day his dad just he woke just up and started to... talking in an accent. <laughs> which is so, like, that makes so much That's sense. That's so weird. As to why Nicolas Cage has an accent for every different role. Like, that, that's it. That's so weird. His dad is just as crazy as he is. But like, this just runs in the family, okay? Look, this, 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 this supports my theory. Basically, he said, um, quote, it used to be this very continental sound, and Cage said he found it an appropriate accent for a literary a agent in New York. 
So we basically. It's just that he thinks that like his dad's. He just thinks that like oh there's this literary agent and he needs, he to needs sound an a accent way. like yeah. he's got to sound different. It's like why couldn't he just sound like Nicholas Cage? Because his dad thinks the same way. It's so funny. <laughs> it's a family thing. Vampire, you idiot, Nosferatu. Um, oh, okay, so we know in the very beginning of the movie, the, the bat scene that kind of kicks off the whole movie that first makes Cage think that he's been bitten by a vampire. Yeah. Cage was apparently angry and uh, mentions a, quote, altercation with the director about this scene because, um, okay, this is what he said, quote, it was important to me that the bat was a real bat and I didn't want this remote control bat and I kind of went off my rocker a little bit. And by off his rocker, he meant that he got a poor assistant to go into Central Park in the, in the night and try and catch a real bat. <laughs> Imagine being that assistant. You know, I was in Mortal Kombat with a fucking bat. Give me a break. That's crazy. That, that he wouldn't. Assistant. That he wouldn't be like. That's cool. Someone that owns some bats <laughs> and like no, purchase just, a bat. He's like, go to Central go Park and steal a bat. Um. So. Uh. Anyway, so anyway, so him and the director got into such a big fight about the live bat versus a fake bat. Um, and then finally he cracked when the director, Beerman, convinced him that if he was bitten by a live bat that was just caught in Central Park, that he would probably catch something in that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cage was and like, And it actually oh, turned into okay. a vampire. It's impossible. It can't be. It's impossible. Uh, okay, so, uh, in his movie, his, like, love interest, I guess, is that weird vampire lady that Nick Cage keeps seeing everywhere, um, played by Flashdance's Jennifer Beals. Uh, this is what he had to say about her, and as you would expect, it's pretty creepy. He said... Yeah, I remember uh, I remember her being very interested in photography, and I remember I went to a museum with her, and we looked at photographs together, and she was a very, very intelligent woman, gorgeous, and very much in love with her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Which totally sounds like the kid trying he's to put totally it on her. Just like, and he was just like, and she's no. like, no. Okay. I love you. You can't just walk away. You don't know what you're doing. Damn it! Uh, Cage's favorite line of the movie, fun fact, is when he says, Yeah, well, fuck you too, sister. Oh, uh, you remember the mimes? Yeah, what's the, the deal with the, the mimes? mimes? Is that a cut-out bit? Yeah. Okay, I can tell you. So if anyone's wondering, there's a scene yeah, where he's just walking into his apartment, but oh. in the foreground there's just some mimes, and it, there's no explanation as to why he they're there. He with the mimes at one point, though, doesn't like they they're there. They show up a couple times, or is it just they're the there? Ones? Then, no, and then he leaves, and they're also there. But it's right. just like why? It's what, not explained. Why are the mimes there? No. Um, okay, so this is what Beerman has to say about the mimes. Quote, I don't know what this is about. I don't know what I was doing. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate I wish that. that's the kind of, that's how I would make a film. Where I'd just be like, just put some mimes there. Just, just 
for the hell of it. Like, I feel like he probably gets Just, asked It'll be this weird question. and someone will wonder about no! it. No! a good bit of trivia. This is for the infamous cockroach scene. <laughs> As we all know, Nicolas Cage eats a alive cockroach in this movie. He didn't have to, but he did. <laughs> um, so, of the cockroach scene, uh, this was another, another scene where Cage made it more crazy than it needed to be. So it was originally just Cage was supposed to eat a raw egg. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, just... So he went from a raw egg... To a live cockroach. That's hilarious. So this is um, Cage's idea of why he did that. Um, so he thought this would be a shock to the audience and that that would be a, quote, business decision, a good business decision. I mean, it's good because it shows the lengths of he's willing to go to for acting. Is I guess. He will eat a live cockroach. Well, I guess, yeah, I, I get his logic saying, like, this is going to be the scene that makes everybody go, oh, you need to see this movie. Nicolas Cage uses a cockroach. And he was just like, well, yeah. No, because it's funny because it just happens really quickly, it just does. like in passing. It does. He's very casual about funny. it. Um, and he did, uh, Bierman did make Cage do a second take. Sorry, that, that, that was by accident. We <laughs> 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 were just like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> oh, God. I can't take it anymore. Along with the fake bat, Cage was also frustrated with the fake prop gun. He was not happy that it was fake. Why would he want a real gun? No, he wanted a gun with blanks in it. Oh, okay. Okay. But even, as we know, five years later... The the Crow. The Crow. Bad uh, idea. Don't use blanks. Brandon Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. Yeah. My absolute... Died. Oh, what a surprise. High school crush as a kid. I love it. What a surprise. (laughs) Alice is really into Brandon Lee. (laughs) Just specifically, just him as the crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Um, Cage's scene where he has, like, that weird-ass run down the road where he's shouting, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. Um, I think that's the right one, right? Cage runs down the street after assaulting Alva. Alva! 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 Um, it had to keep being reshot because Cage was running too fast for the camera. And Cage told Bierman, quote, Well, if you want me to run slow, I'm gonna run like this. And then I'm assuming just started doing a weird ass run. (laughs) (laughs) So they had to do that. Um, And that's what made the final cut of the movie. Uh, And the cage, you know, later on caught a lot of criticism for the movie for being really over the top and overacting, um, which, you know, we agree. That's the point. That's what makes him great. Um, But this cage had a response to this and he said quote over the top is one of those things that doesn't work with me because i don't believe in such a thing it's just stylistic choices <laughs> so he doesn't believe in, in the thought of over the top apparently that doesn't exist to him um he also said that beerman caught him in an experimental phase in his career when he made vampires kiss and it's something he hasn't explored since that area of his acting oh man I wish we'd... Please, I wish you would, Nicolas Cage, before you die. He's too old now. He can't be I still believe in you. He can't be eating cockroaches. I still believe in you. 
jumping on tables. I, I feel like wrestler style, he could just come out and be old and haggard like Mickey Rourke and just like, we talked about the wrestler, he, he was almost like the wrestler in Nicolas Cage. Fun fact. But he, that's a, that's a serious film, you know? I know. He's not wailing around like a madman. I know, but I'm just saying like he could, he could, he could accidentally land ass backwards into like a good movie. You never know because he's just picking movies left and right. Mm. I believe you, Nicolas Cage. I believe in you. You can do it. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z's. Huh? That's all you have to do. In the film commentary, when the scene where Cage caught a pigeon, you know where he catches yeah, a pigeon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, that, was that supposed to happen, or did he just it catch a pigeon? It was supposed to happen. Okay. Um, and when it happened, Cage prof- like professed his pride for himself for catching a pigeon. He was like, wow, look at me. You know, I catched a bird. <laughs> but Beerman uh, points out that the birds were drugged, so that Cage could, <laughs> could catch them. And Beerman said, quote, did you think... Hey, I'm a really great actor. I can catch a pigeon. <laughs> I think so. Nicholas Cage for those ten years he just, just thought didn't... he was so amazing. <laughs> he just thought that he's... he was so like this amazing like dojo master <laughs> that he could just like <laughs> sit with a force and then just snatch a pigeon out of the air. I thought that was funny. Very good. You know your alphabet. I never misspelled anything. Not once. Not one time. I'm sure that you did. Beals, I told you that they, her and Cage had a kind of a love-hate relationship on set. Uh, she told Beerman, the director, that she really wanted to hate Cage and asked if she could actually spit on him when they had that interaction at the end on, in the movie. <laughs> uh, Beerman said, yes, no one warned Cage. <laughs> oh, no. Which maybe gives you an idea of how Nicolas Cage was acting on the set. There you are! Uh, oh, and just a fun fact, at the end of the movie when Cage is walking down the street and, like, talking to himself and, like, clearly, like, lost his mind, when you, yeah. like, clearly knew, know he's lost it, um, it was filmed with a long lens camera from a distance so that it, there wasn't any, like, camera crews or anything around to make it look like they were filming a movie. So all the people around them were just natural people that had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and that, and he and the director said that I, you know, like, I thought it was really funny that no one gave you a second look. Like, <laughs> there, here's this guy, this disheveled guy with blood all over him and just, like, mumbling to himself on a street in New York and, like, the middle, and probably, like, early morning and everybody's just like, oh, yeah, whatever. No one cared. That's crazy. Cage finally does admit that he, quote, wasn't the most pleasant person to be around while filming, while shooting this film. Beerman agreed, quote, when we made this film, it was complete chaos from beginning to end. I would have loved to have worked on this film. It would have been so too, fun. I would but it sounds like Cage was completely unhinged. It would have been so fun, though, I reckon. Also, I, uh... Just spit it out, Peter. Well, the fact is, I did murder someone last night. Um, so... I'll end with the question. If Vampire's Kiss, 1989, they reviewed it in 1999, they still liked it. We're reviewing it in 2018, we still love it. If Cage's acting is so timeless, could he maybe still be a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think. 
Okay, fair enough. I think, yeah, I think Cage's acting will help you the undead soul for years to come. And hopefully Alice is right, and there's a coven of, like, just weird-ass, like, I don't know, Sylvester Stallone, maybe. No, what's the what's the name of the other guy that's not Sylvester Stallone? The, um, <laughs> that's always wearing, like, Asian robes and stuff. That has, like, the really dark hair. He's always wearing sunglasses. Uh, uh, mm. Something with an S? Steven Seagal! Oh. Yeah, Steven Seagal, Nicolas Cage, Keanu Reeves, who hopefully this is, like, Alice is right, and it's just, like, a huge coven of weird dude vampires. Well, oh, yeah, I was trying to think if I was getting that mixed up with the Avril Lavigne thing, <laughs> but she's not a vampire. She's just dead and replaced by someone. Mm. All right. So, you guys be the judge. If you think Nicolas Cage is actually a vampire, he could be. I personally think it's his acting that will stay. Undead. Immortal. Mm. Yeah. Watch Vampire's Kiss as soon as you, as soon as possible. And Alice is gonna play us out. Bye. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Not the bees. <gasps> Peter. Well, I guess my time's up. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs>